Hello, this is Robbie Lee. And Sam. And welcome once again to Third Row from the Front. We are joined, as always, by our trusty companions, Bane and Bruce Wayne. <clears throat> They're currently eating bones, so that's what you're hearing there. Tonight's movie is John Wick, Chapter 4. The, you guessed it, fourth installment in the John Wick series. Uh, final question mark seri- uh, film in the series? I don't know. It seems like it, but we'll see. Uh, so if you haven't followed the John Wick series, which I don't think we've actually done the first three uh, on our reviews, but it's okay. We'll give you a quick synopsis. It's pretty simple. So in John Wick 1, starts it all off. Uh, John Wick is a retired uh, assassin. His wife has passed away from some terminal disease. I don't know if it's probably cancer. Um, this all happens like within the first like five minutes of the movie, by the way. And she gifts him a a puppy uh, as a way of like you know having some a companion because he's all alone. They don't have any children or anything. Assassins usually don't. Um, and so he's just you know trying to go on with his life. He has this really cool car. Um, and one day he's going to put gas in this car and these like Russian mobsters happen to be there at the same gas station. And, uh, this young punk kid who's like the son of the, the head of this, this mob, um, he says, Hey, you know, like, I want your car. Like what's, 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 how much do you want for it? And of course he tells him it's not for sale. The kid doesn't like that answer. So later that night he takes him and his mobster buddies Breaks into the house, kills the puppy, and steals the car. And this sets off a chain of events because, uh, of course, you know, John Wick can't let that go. And so he uh, comes out of retirement to <laughs> kill basically everyone that gets in his way uh, and uh, anyone that did anything to anyone that was involved in this, you know, this event. And this carries on through the, through the first three films, really. Well, even to, to where we are now, it, it, you know, it keeps escalating. So then he, um, he, uh, goes to this hotel, which like serves, um, you know, uh, assassins and whatnot and shady underground people. And <laughs> he ends up killing a guy in that hotel, which you're not supposed to do. So then he becomes excommunicated from this group. So then everyone's after him, basically all the assassins. And that kind of leads us up to where we are now. I, I, I really summed up those three movies, but that's, that leads us to where we are now, which is that um, he's excommunicated and how now he's really upset because he's near death and he basically kind of wants to get revenge on this organization called The High Table, which oversees all of this, um, this criminal, you know, these assassins, this kind of criminal underworld. Um, we get some new characters mixed with some old characters. And of course we lost, uh, Lance Reddick, uh, I think it was last week who he was, um, in all four of these movies, he played the, um, concierge concierge of the hotel in New York city. But anyway, we'll get more into the details of all the people and what's going on in this movie. But Sam, what did you think of John Wick chapter four? I loved it. I thought it was great. I think it's, tied with number three as one of my favorites because John Wick 3, in my opinion, is the best one. Um, 
I probably still think that's true. I probably still think I prefer John Wick 3, but John Wick 4 is a very close second to it. Um, it's just so good. Like, the fight scenes are just so good. The chase scenes. Every time they put John Wick in a car, like a really hot car, like, he just does some really cool stuff with it. He just does really cool stuff with everything he's given. Like, if it's a motorcycle, nunchucks. If it's a samurai sword, a gun, a pencil, like, <laughs> anything. Yeah. He he just does really cool stuff with it. Um, um What's his face from It is in this movie? Uh, Bill Skarsgård. He's the uh, he's the main villain in this movie. Villain. He's like Marquis de something. Marquis de something. He so he has his French accent. Yeah. Even though he's like a Swedish actor. Um, he looked good in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about these movies. Everyone always has like really nice clothes. Yeah, yeah, like they dressed him up like super fancy, like freaking seven piece. Yeah. suits with like chains and glitter and stuff like he looked good um i think he did a good job of playing the villain um yeah you 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 dislike him because he's just so as arrogant. as as they say at the end arrogant he's an yeah. arrogant uh you know he's just very obviously this rich and he's so young you know so you're like he's the one that's in charge of all this yeah but he's pretty cool though it's pretty ruthless like yeah He's pretty smart. I mean, he got to that point somehow, right? So yeah. he's, he's a pretty smart, like, ruthless guy. Um, they had, what's his face that played uh, Kane? Donnie Yen, who was in, I mean, he played Ip Man, which is probably what most people know him from. Uh -huh. But he was also, of course, in uh, Rogue One, your favorite, My favorite Star, Wars, Star movie. Wars movie. What's funny, I, lo I think it's funny that he played a blind character in both movies. It's just like, he's not blind. Yeah, I was going to ask you, is he blind <laughs> He's in not real blind life? in real life, no. But you know what's funny is I literally was thinking of it while we were watching the movie. I was like, you know what? They probably have to make this guy blind because he's so good. Uh -huh. They have to kind of, um, uh, what do you call it? They have to... Um, Put a uh, handicap. Yes, on thank his. you. They have to handicap him in some way, or else he's he's like overpowered. He's too good. Yeah. So it's like, all right, let's make him blind. So it makes it a little harder for him to like fight people. That's crazy. <laughs> I really thought he was blind. For no, he's after not. I saw him in this yeah. movie. He's um, he's just so good in everything he does. Yeah. So he's he's a Hong Kong actor. He's also obviously a martial artist. So he knows what he's doing. It's yeah. not just like he's acting. He's like, he knows this stuff. I think he's also a stunt, stunt coordinator and stuff. Oh, so. really? Yeah. Yeah, he's just so good. Like, his knife skills, his fight skills. Yeah, his choreography, and I everything. Love, I love that he injects he, both of these roles, the one here and the one in Rogue One, with, like, humor. Because it's yeah. not just... it's It kind of has that, like... I don't know. I'm, uh, it just it, it, He adds humor to those. Like, he'll finish somebody off and then he'll do this weird little thing where he's just like... I don't know. He just does yeah, this weird little movement. Yeah, even just his acting, not even humor and like stuff that he says. Even yeah. though he does say funny things, like there's a, a fight scene going on in this movie, like full on battle, and they show him in the the shadows just eating a bowl, <laughs> yeah. like slurping some yeah. noodles and stuff. And they're like, "Are you gonna do your job?" But stuff like that. Like he's just like, "All right." Like that was yeah. funny. And then. Yeah, like he was slicing some guy up in the middle of a battle and there was all this blood spattering on him. So he kind of took a minute to be like, oh, like shake it off, like gross. And that was funny, you know, like it's just. And then he does, there's this, 
one of the first fight scenes he has right after that scene where you're talking about with the, the slurping of the noodles, he's like punching some guy like, like literally like a punching bag. And then he like does this wind up with his fist, oh, like yeah. a cartoon character. Yeah. And then he punches him and it was hilarious. He just added this so extra funny. level. Um, he's just amazing. I'm really happy that they put him in this. Yeah. Movie he was really so cool. They got, he got to show off his skills. My only complaint Uh-oh. is that they dyed his hair black, like yeah. super black. Like first it looked like a wig when they yeah, first Yeah, I really thought him. it was a wig. It might have been. Because it was yeah. all long and disheveled. Yeah, he was, you know, yeah, disheveled. And then like they polished him up and they slicked his hair back and a haircut. But even then, I like, couldn't. It looked either like a wig, or they just dyed his hair too dark, yeah, and it just. I think they dyed his hair. It yeah. was it was weird to me. Like, why did they choose to do his hair that color? Yeah, and I I don't mean to be offensive, because it might border on that, but it reminded me of the character from, um, Hangover. Uh, I thought the same thing when yes. I first saw it because he had the same hairstyle the yes. same kind of like outfit yeah. like when he dresses and the sunglasses up and, and the everything. sunglasses and i was like why did they do that yeah. to him it was very reminiscent was so of that weird. character uh played by um god what's his name i, I i'm drawing a blank right now dr ken yeah but it, uh ken ken jong uh the character he plays in Which in the hangover by the way, yeah but... he's hilarious but it's just that's what i my mind went straight to that character Me because too. of the way they did his hair and everything. I was like, why did they make him look like that? Yeah. Because it looked like too flashy in that yeah. first scene where they posh up. It was weird. But but that was, yeah, it's a minor that's complaint. My, yeah, yeah, my only complaint about what they did with his hair and stuff. But he's just great. I'm really glad they got him for this movie. Um, there was a female character who played a daughter of the guy that owned the Continental in, in uh, Osaka, Osaka, Japan. And she, she was, was really awesome. Good. I'm glad I, they had, an, like, each movie they kind of feature or show, like, a female yeah. fighter mm-hmm. and give them a good fight scene. And so she got the fight scene in, in this movie. I, I actually wanted more from her. I, I, I wanted more from her, I, too. She, it reminded me of the character that Anna the Otterbus played in the last Bond movie where I was like, man, I, everyone wants to just see more of this character. Yeah. Like, n- nothing against the main characters, but you you were so, blo- like, blown away by their what they did in it that... They just give you, like, a little taste of it. Yeah, like, it was such a short... Yeah, we get it. It's not her movie. We yes, yes, yes. Because after a while, I was thinking, like, we haven't seen John Wick yeah. fight yet. Yeah. Like, really. They were building up to but, it, for um, sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for someone who... I, I don't think she's, like, a big actress here in America. Because no, I don't not. know her name. She's I've not. never seen her before. Yeah. So for someone kind of new to the American movie scene, they gave her, first of all, a big movie. Yeah. And they gave her a lot of time. Um, cause Anna the Adamas is kind of known already. Like yeah, she's true. starting out, but you know, she's been who around she for a few years. Yeah, yeah. Like this girl, I don't know any work that she's right. done. And they put her in this big movie with Keanu yeah. and all these veteran actors and they let her show off her skills, her fighting skills, her acting skills. And I thought she did a great job. She nailed it. I loved her outfit. I loved her hair. And, um, they had her do some, a little bit of fighting with, um, a bow and arrow, and she had a knife. Um, she did some shooting, but she did some uh, hand-to-hand combat. Like, she was wrestling around with this huge guy. And I really liked that fight scene because 
in okay, one critique about John Wick Three, my favorite, is oh, yeah, when they have that. Halle Berry, yeah. this little tiny thing. Okay, she's so skinny, she's so small, and she they have her in a fight scene where she's like throwing these huge guys <laughs> to the ground yeah. and blocking their punches and stuff and she's just like you know kicking them and they're flying across the room and I'm like yeah all right she's just so tiny like it, it was hard for me to believe because she was so small yeah. this girl was skinny too but she was you know tall and you can tell she was a little more athletic she looked more athletic yeah. and I like that they paired her up against like a big guy like one of her final fight scenes was was with this really big guy. He he was bigger than her, like overpowered her. And she was on his back, like stabbing him multiple times as he's like climbing up the stairs, trying to get away from her. And I liked that. I I just really liked that scene where she just like didn't give up. And it, you saw how much it took for her to take him out, but she did it. Like she didn't just kick him and he flew across the room. Like she put the work in, in this fight scene. And like, I really enjoyed that. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned the whole, like, uh, how you couldn't believe certain things about the Halle Berry thing. Cause uh-huh. I feel like this movie, especially they just went all out. Like it's, it's so over the top where things happen to, to characters, especially like to John Wick, where you're like, dude, yeah. no way this guy would oh, be would dead. dead or at least a broken back or a, yeah. a like disabled in broken some way. Face. I mean, like at the end of the third one already, you're like, wait, what? Cause he, falls off the roof in the third oh, one yeah. she, he gets shot and he falls off the roof la- like f- hits this parapet and then like lands on the street and you're like what he how is he still what is he like uh because then she the the girl that shot him or whatever or no no, no the, the the judge or whatever she says you know he's gone and it was like he's freaking michael myers at the end of halloween <laughs> like what do you mean he's gone you just shot him like a million times but this one he falls even farther like a couple of times where he should have been like dead and you're just like wait what he's up and fighting again so they really take the whole um the believability like it's 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 at this point it's like there's no believability it's just ridiculous he falls down like i don't know how many sets of stairs and he still just gets back up and starts fighting again (laughs) it's just crazy like uh but it's it's fine i mean it obviously from the very first one, you're like, how is this one guy killing all these people? Yeah. So you kind of have to have a little bit of that suspension of disbelief. But this one take it, takes it to the whole new level of, of like crazy. Yeah. And there's a few bad guys in this movie that just will not die. Like he, yeah. he shoots them. He stabs them. He slices their necks. They fall off. I don't know how many stories or whatever. <laughs> Like, they get shot so many times. They get bitten. They get attacked. All this stuff. There's a few of these bad guys that just... They're down, okay? Like, you shoot him, you think he's he's gone. He's down. And then, like, minutes later, they're popping back up, like, running to the scene to fight John Wick again. And I'm like, how are these guys not dying? And then I'm like, now, but John Wick is the same way. Like, well, they're shooting this guy. They're hitting yeah. him. He's taking hits. And he just won't die. So I'm like, okay, you know what? They're trying to even the fields here and yeah. show, like, okay. Yeah, because in the first movie, especially... Everyone was like easily killed, just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Like you would shoot them once and they were dead. Double taps. Double taps, yeah. In this one, I feel like because you know they introduced this idea of this suit that has like Kevlar yeah. in it. So I feel like all the other guys had those same suits because you could hear they would yeah. add those sound effects like ding, ding, ding. Even though he was shooting them, 
it wasn't doing anything. It was just like yeah, bouncing Yeah, and you off. saw them like blocking yeah. the bullets with their arms like freaking Wonder Woman and the bullets were just kind of like yeah. hitting their sleeves. Yeah, so, you know, you're supposed to believe that these guys all have this basically this armor. And then there was other guys, these SWAT guys that had these like masks and those were like armor. So yeah. you would shoot them in the head and it wouldn't do anything. You just hear ping, ping, ping. All these bullets like bouncing off of these helmets. So the, it is funny because like, like you said, they just they've they've upped the ante on the the villains. They've yeah. made them more harder to kill. harder to kill, and it's I guess it's because at this point, like you should know better if you're fighting John Wick. Okay, we need like the best armor yeah. that we can get. <laughs> so yeah, um, and then the last character I want to talk about was this new character. He always says that his name is Nobody, and. John Wick asks him, like, are you a tracker or what? I guess that's what he is. I liked his character. And I like that they gave him a dog because it keeps with our dog theme. Like, that was really, it's always fun to have a dog in the the dog, like, do commands, like attacks and stuff like that. Like, it's just, I love that. Um, This guy was really cool, too. Like, I really liked the way they had him dressed and just everything, like, about his character was, like, it was just cool. Um, my only complaint was the ending. Like, it's just like you introduce this character. He's after money. We know this. And then and then what? Like, he just kind of sat on a bench with his dog and watched what unfolded. But, like, I feel like they didn't really close out his story well enough for me. Mm-hmm. I was left feeling, like, confused. Like, okay what now like did y'all just introduce him so that he could help you know john wick or what was that the only purpose or like what what was his deal because you know he wanted money he was after money the whole time yeah but like why i I think that was it he just wanted money and then he because he was just like oh that's not enough i need more yeah but because he had that little weird that little book of like prices that he would accept i guess that he was moving up to yeah um so yeah he wanted the money but then there's something that happens that changes his mind and he's like, uh, maybe I don't want to do this yeah, after all. And I get that. So, so I think that's what it was. And I really do think it was what you kind of, what you said to help cause he's helping John Wick along, but only because he wants to be the one to kill him. Yeah. So it's this weird thing where he's like, he kind of helps him escape some of these, these guys because he wants that price to keep going up so that he can be the last one to actually take him out. Yeah. Um, which I did like the fact that they they had a couple of scenes where these three guys are all fighting. To, so you have John Wick, yeah. the Kane character, and then the tracker. They're all fighting kind of together yeah. to fight off these guys. It was cool to see not just John Wick by himself, but these all these other characters fighting alongside him. Yeah, that was really cool. Of course, they had really cool music. Yeah, every time it gets you pumped, you're like, yeah. Um, Just the the colors they use, like, I just love because it's always dark. It's so everyone's wearing a lot of black, Mm -hmm. but you always have pops of neon and you have like, you know, just lit rooms with like fluorescent or like neon um, art and stuff. So it's. It's always just visually a really yeah. cool film. John Wick films are yeah. always visually pleasing, like cool to look at. This, aesthetically pleasing. Aesthetically, yeah. And this is the first one that I've noticed that they actually use some of that slow motion uh, kind of 
during fight scene and it was during the this big like nightclub scene uh they kind of slowed things down for certain action sequences it's the first time i noticed them doing it for any of these because usually everything was like in real time you, they're throwing stuff or you know people are getting stabbed or shot or whatever and it's all happening kind of in that real time mm-hmm. this one they kind of slowed things down where he's like taking people out um and it reminded me uh, that that scene in particular reminded me a lot of the matrix movies um because there's scenes in all three i think matrix movies where they're fighting inside of like some kind of nightclub setting and it's like you hear the the techno music or rock music playing and people are dressed all crazy um and then even in this one i mean of course you have Lawrence fishburne in this right but who who is morpheus in the the matrix movies but then you have this whole scene at, uh in the at the end of that sequence where there's like rain falling and him and the the big bad guy that he's fighting in this scene are fighting like in the rain i mean it's 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 fake rain, right? It's like rain yeah. from inside. The, but it really reminded me of that last fight scene in um, Matrix Revolutions, where he's fighting with Smith in the rain. Is just they're just like getting soaked, and they they're both in their suits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also a scene in a train station where he's like sitting oh, there waiting yeah. for the for the subway. And I was like, that's exactly like in Matrix Revolutions, where he's sitting there in his that. suit waiting for the the train. Uh, it's just, I, I don't know if it was intentional, like I said, but it's just very reminiscent of the Matrix I think films. It was. Yeah, I feel like it was a very, like, little little nods to those movies. Yeah. Um, and of course, in the last movie, I think it was, he has the, he repeats the line from the Matrix where he says, you know, that he needs guns, guns. lots of guns. <laughs> uh, but, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, even the Keymaker was in the, the last two, uh, John Wick movies, the the key maker from mm-hmm. the Matrix movies. He he plays a doctor. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I thought that was a really nerdy thing that I, I think I heard some of the people go, oh, there's a radio station that's playing while basically kind of informing everyone like, hey, John Wick's on the street, you know, go get him. But like kind of in code kind of mm-hmm. so because it's a radio station. But the call letters were W. Thanks for listening to W U X I A, and that spells Wusha. I, I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but that's like a form of martial art. Uh, um, so I thought that was when she spelled it out. I was like, oh, that's. And I heard a, a couple of chuckles in the audience. So it's known. It's a known form of like. Um, and I'm probably getting it wrong, but I think it's a form of martial arts, Chinese martial arts. Oh. So um, I thought that was a funny, uh, interesting little nod to. Uh, to just some some of the many fighting styles that they use in these movies because I'm sure it's a mix of of fighting styles. You got like judo, you've probably got like kung fu. You've got it's just you can tell it's just a mixture of things because they use like the, sometimes they use the other person's weight against them. There's all yeah. kinds of times where they're like wrapping their they do that thing where they like wrap their legs around their head and stuff and mm-hmm. they bring them down. There's so many different uh forms that they use in these movies and like you said there's lots of like improvised weapons so (laughs) they'll use whatever's around like especially in the the last ones i feel like they did it a lot more with like books and all kinds of weird stuff this one pencils yeah this one was oh yeah playing cards i was like what did he just cut him with oh i see (laughs) took me a while but yeah there's some crazy fight scenes i mean that's all this is really this is like an action movie lover's like dream. Yeah. It's just like 
It's like the meat lover's pizza of action movies. It it's really just got, is. It's just loaded they, with they it. They try to, like, <laughs> not only that, but, like, with the weapons, like, the type of guns, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. he had a gun in this one that shot, like, freaking fire <laughs> yeah. or something. It was, like, explosions. It, was, it like, was really cool. It was really cool, and I love the way they shot that scene. It's like a bird's eye view, so you're seeing yeah. like all the rooms he's going I'm into. Sick a little bit, oh. but it was it was really cool <laughs> to see. They were trying to experiment with a different camera angle, yeah. I guess. And that's what I like too is that yes, they're doing more action, but you can tell in each one they try to do something different that they haven't done before. Yeah. So even in this one, you see it kind of in the trailer. They're fighting in the uh, what's that called? The um, anyway, it's like a roundabout in France. Um, mm. and of course there's like cars going by and they're fighting in the middle of these cars. So there's, that's another thing that I was, that I thought was funny that people are just constantly getting hit by cars and nobody's dying from it. They're just <laughs> running back, back and forth. But, um, yeah, it's just some, that last, I feel like it was an hour. That last hour was like, it was like a three-step thing. So first it starts, the fight starts in one section on the street. Then it moves to this next section. And then it ends in this other section. And mm-hmm. and it, you're almost getting told that by that radio station. Like, all right, yeah. they failed here. And now they're moving over here. So it was almost like two movies in one. Because you had the first section, which was leading up to this. And then that last hour was just its own, like, long extended fight scene, chase scene. Yeah, like, they spent a lot of time in Osaka in the first half of the movie. And it was even to the point where, like, I thought the draft... Because we went to the draft house to go see this movie. And so I I thought the draft house were going to start bringing out the checks already. Because they had walked by with, like, asking (laughs) us thumbs up. Are you okay? Anything else? So I was like, oh, shit. Like, okay, this whole movie took place in Osaka. Okay. No, that was, like, the first (laughs) half of the movie. So it just kept going. I was like, dang. But the whole time is action-packed. And it's so entertaining. Like, my mouth was, like, open the whole time. Just like watching like jaw dropped you know like just in amazement like like you said like they just went all out with the stunts and everything in this movie like they were just jumping out of windows and getting hit by cars left and right like it was it was a crazy action-packed movie so it did not disappoint i i really liked it it's definitely a fun movie to watch with like a big crowd because everyone's like laughing because because even though it's like super violent, you're laughing because it's so crazy and over the top. And some of the kills are like so ridiculous that you're like, oh, everyone's like, oh, yeah. and oh, shit. You know, everyone's like everyone's just yelling at the same time. It's 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 fun. It's fun to watch like a, like a crowd like that. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know that everyone's hardcore fans of the series. So, you mm-hmm. know, everyone knows the the story and everything. Um. Oh, Brucey's barking at something. What was I gonna say? I was gonna say something else about it. it I, what I th- also think is cool is that all these guys, well, with the exception of Bill Skarsgård, but Donnie Yen, uh, Ken Reeves, um, oh, that not, that new guy is not older, but these guys are old. They're like fifty eight, fifty nine yeah. years old, and they're doing all these. Hard, things that I couldn't, I definitely couldn't do in my current state. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, good, like, like it, it's something to aspire to. Like, man, I yeah. want to be that flexible and and awesome when I'm 58, 59. Because there was, I just remembered some of the things that Donnie Yen was doing that I was like, damn, that guy's got good balance and good like, yeah, he's, crazy. he's like 
the way he was like kicking people like i don't know he was doing some crazy stuff and i was like man that's so awesome to be in that shape and be able to do yeah, these things yeah. at that age mm-hmm. at any age shit but um yeah it's a really fun movie it is a long movie yeah, i don't know if we said that long. already it's almost three hours long so we the movie started at six thirty. And I checked my watch and it was like 9.30 when the credits were rolling. There is a post credit scene. It's really quick, but I think it's worth seeing because it's, it's – I think so too. It's, I don't know if – again, I don't know if that is leading us in another direction for another movie or if that's just like a way to wrap this movie up. I don't know. But it's an interesting ending to the – a post-ending to the ending. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but – no, the same guy that directed the – it's the same director for all four of these. So I think that helps too because mm-hmm. you get that same consistency. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <clears throat> I know you said you rate this one maybe right below the third one. Mm-hmm. If you look at Rotten Tomatoes, it's interesting. This is like one of the few series besides Mission Impossible I feel like that goes up. Mm-hmm. So I think the first John Wick is at like 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. And then the second and third one were at 89%. Mm-hmm. This one right now is at 95% on Rotten oh Tomatoes. Oh, my God. So that's pretty crazy. I mean, whether you think it's the best one or not, it's still up there. And it's crazy to have a series, any series, that is consistently good in the in the ratings, especially yeah. when, with sequels. You know, usually... Yep. It goes the opposite way. The first one gets pretty yeah. pretty decent reviews, and then it starts to go down with each sequel you release because it's like, all right, we've seen this already. You know, not 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 so good. Yeah. But this is the only one of the few series I've seen that the ratings are going up. Yeah. Which is crazy. It is crazy. And, uh, That's hard to do. That is hard to do. But yeah, good for the whole that whole team. I mean, mm-hmm. it was. It I felt. <clears throat> I felt like I said. Uh, 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 like exhausted at the end of the movie i felt like i had been fighting i was like oh man because it's like a lot it's such a long uh it's a, it's a long movie but it's never feels long to me it didn't feel long it felt like cons- like i never i never got bored i guess is what i'm trying to say i never felt like oh this is getting boring like they would always up the ante on something mm-hmm. they would change locations so now you're fighting in a different different style now or in, in a different with a different um obstruction or something that's you know like that one of those last scenes they're fighting like upstairs or have to go up these stairs and he's having to fight all these guys as he's going up the stairs it was crazy but yeah it's a fun movie fun series if you haven't seen any of them then what have you been doing with your life i know but anyway um i guess that wraps it up for john wick chapter four Mm -hmm. uh be sure to check us out on instagram at third row from the front also uh subscribe to our channel on you know spotify or apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast that way you're sure to get our newest episode and we'll talk to you next time on third row from the front bye, bye.